Hello and welcome to Two Guys One Sidewalk. I'm Shane. And I'm Keith. Welcome to episode 19. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome, welcome back. back. You know, last last time we got together, I called it episode 19. And I was incorrect on that. It's actually 18. So today is the true 19. It is 19. That's also why I named it yeah. episode 1776. Yes, I, I, I saw Trying to save your little buddy over here from looking too bad. But. Speaking of episode seventeen seventy six, we were we were gone this past week, and uh, where were you for July Fourth, man? I, I actually went to Gulf Shores, Alabama, for the week. We left on Saturday, came back yesterday, um, rented us a house right on the beach, and uh, we had a really good time. We went with a friend of ours, the Gays, and. Uh, we had 14 of us in this house together, and nice. it was nice. We didn't we didn't get on we weren't on top of each other. You know, you, the house was big enough that you weren't walking all over each other every time you turned around or anything like that. You know, we had a good time. We I I love being right on the beach. I'm not a beach person myself, but my family and everybody else is. And the fact that you could walk out the door and be on the beach in 30 seconds was nice cool. because I sat on that back porch and we had. Next to our house was the public access to the beach. And you would see these people come in early in the morning and they had, like they were moving. They had chairs, tents, coolers, you name it. They had everything. And when you when you see them coming out there in the morning time, the girls all looked pretty, like they were going to model and all that kind of stuff. And they were dragging stuff through the sand. Well, that afternoon when they came off the sand, Sunburn a little bit. Sunburn. They look like they've been hit by a car. Kids are screaming and hollering. The dad's trying to drag this big old heavy cooler or wagon through the sand, and it's just digging in dirt. And you know they've got the sand wheels on there, but it wasn't doing no good. And I was, I got to the point where I was rating how well, how well they, they did, how well they came off the sand. And you know you'd have some that would push on through, and then you'd have some that would stop and bend over and take those deep breaths and. They, they were wore out. They looked like they'd been beat to death by the time they got off the beach. I, 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 I told Denise, I said, this was well worth not having to, yeah, not not having to fight all that, that, that. down to the beach every day. I, I just, I was, well, you, I know you sent me a couple of pictures and man, the beach looked nice. Water looked nice. Yes. So it, it stayed, uh, it stayed yellow flag the whole time. The, the waves weren't crazy. You know, you kept hearing about Pensacola Beach, how they kept having uh, riptides. There wasn't no really riptide problems where we were at. It was the, smooth you know it was really turned out real nice it rained a couple of times at night but not during the day always a good breeze it, it turned out to be a really good vacation and um how about you i saw you went to las vegas yeah we uh we spent uh monday we flew out that was a debacle we flew united uh, it was four of us uh they ended up canceling one of our flights from shreveport to houston and my wife and my son were on a flight to Houston, and then Olivia and I got sent to Denver. So we kind of split up. We actually got to Vegas before they did, uh, even having to fly fly to Denver. But uh, a little bumpy start to the vacation with having to split up uh, on the flight. But uh, United still got us there, and uh, we had a great time. We spent uh, we saw Michael Jackson's Circus Days Soleil uh, performance. It was pretty cool. Uh, the kids get, really like that. Michael Jackson glove or anything like that. At the no, the kids in front of me had hats that were blinking and gloves. I was sort of jealous, but See, I didn't want to ask my wife for that. For it was probably five hundred dollars for the hat. 
I'm just uh, wow. I'll, I'll Vegas was. Uh, I've always gone to Vegas with friends, so you're you know my wife and I have gone uh, party of four in Vegas. You can't eat anywhere for under two hundred fifty bucks. The day the days of the five dollar bottles uh, are no longer there. Every yeah, that's 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 <laughs> not there anymore. Five dollar bottles of water. Uh, it was, uh, but I mean, we had a great time. It was, it was well worth it. We, uh, spent one day, we drove over, got a rental car, drove over to the Grand Canyon. I, I saw where you posted uh, a picture of the Grand Canyon. That was- you know, I have to tell the story on myself before my kids tell the story. So we, you know, it was $94 a person to go to the Grand Canyon Skywalk. And, uh, so we, and that included a $25 meal of, chicken crispers and french fries which was probably the best one of the best meals i had really? it was 25 dollars uh now is I, this the place where you walk out over the grand canyon with it, it does it have a class floor it does okay and i'm afraid of heights yeah so we waited in line for about an hour and a half outside in 110 degree weather uh but it wasn't it was it was a dry heat instead of what we get here right. which is so we, we did okay with that. But we get up there, and I'm I was kind of excited about, like, taking selfies, overlooking that walkway. They took your phones from me. And Larry said, no phones, no personal items. So when we got up to the top, they put all of our stuff in a locker. And I was thinking, wow, I asked the guy, and he said, well, and he said, well, we would end up with thousands of phones where people would drop them over the ledge, and it would, you know, not be good for the canyon. So I understood the reason, but I was still a little disappointed. But uh, I think I am going to check with the Guinness Book of World Records. I think I probably have the fastest time from first step onto the skywalk to being finished. Well, that's good. That's impressive. I, uh, my, my kids were laughing at me the whole time. But I walk out, took one step out, and I looked down, and I got dizzy. And I was like, <laughs> I'm about to fall. Uh, it was it was wild, and uh, so I grabbed onto the railing, and it's about. I mean, it was hot, <laughs> and I'm like, I had a for a moment. I just I thought I was going to turn back around and not do it. Like that's how jacked up I was at the moment. And my wife's like, "Look, there's the river," and like my whole family they're looking downstairs, down underneath, and I'm like, and I looked, and then I got dizzy again, and I was like, "Yeah, I can't. I don't think I could do it. I'm fixing to turn around." And then all of a sudden, they start playing music. Free falling and over the speed. <laughs> That's great. Uh, at that point, as soon as I heard that song, I immediately made my mission to hold on to that side rail and make it around as fast as I could. However, and looking up, I, I was looking up and out. It was beautiful. Beautiful horizon, right? Beautiful to look at, but uh, I could not look back down and I was ready to be off of it. So, uh, For 100 bucks, you basically. Probably 40 seconds. I'm thinking I, I probably cleared the whole skywalk in 40 seconds. Uh, didn't care. They were behind me. Dad, stop. Dad, come. Nope. I was done. I was, uh, and it was beautiful. And even when I did look down and look at the, the river, it, it was beautiful, but I was, I was scared. And I probably would have turned around and not done it if I wouldn't have, my, if my son wouldn't have given me a hard time probably the rest of my life. Yeah. So I was like, I'm getting. And so I get about halfway there, and that was the other thing. They didn't want you to take your phones because they were selling pictures. There was a photographer that would take your picture. $50 for a picture, and I was like, we're not going to. 
like we'll go right over here and take a picture of the whole canyon you know when we're done we're just not going to take a picture here is it because you didn't want to spend a few bucks i don't think well well looking at it now i i don't think i could have stood there long enough to take a picture and not look like i was scared out of my mind the picture i can imagine i was like huh look like casper the friendly guy yeah so wide up there i uh and it was a beautiful view. However, when I looked down and could see all the way 10,000 feet below me, it freaked me out really well. And so I, I, I'm hanging onto the rail, free falling splay, and I'm walking around. It's like a horseshoe shape. I get halfway there, and this guy's taking pictures of the other people. And I'm like, I don't want to wait here for him to finish. Uh, and so and I was like, but I also, so the railing, you couldn't see down around the railing. The middle was where the glass that you could see down. So I was holding on the rail, and when I did have to look down, I wouldn't see right down. I could just see. And I'm like, man, what do I do? How do I get around these people? I'm like, oh, I, I got to get off of here. So I zoomed in between the photographer and the people he was taking a picture, stood in the middle area where it looked like you were about to fall, and all of a sudden I hear, <laughs> I'm not real sure what it was, but I can tell you this. I sped up tremendously after that. And I again, maybe forty five seconds, and I'm I'm planning on calling Guinness Book of World Records to see if if we can if they don't have that can you can you make it can you make that wow. uh, they stayed out there probably five more minutes because uh, there's four or five hundred people in line and they would let fifteen people on there at a time, uh, but between the free falling song, the creaking, uh, and and looking down, I, I didn't do well with that. Have you ever seen the videos? I think where they have the glass that looks like it cracks when you walk on it. I have. That would have been ideal for have for you. Not for me. <laughs> Just step on that. And you know what was even crazier? About two weeks ago, they there was news articles. Two weeks ago, somebody fell off of it. Really? So you're saying somebody were fell they playing off free falling when he fell off of it? A problem. <laughs> uh, but turns out that the glass is about five feet tall. So there's no way he fell off of it without climbing. He's right. 33 years old. And that's probably one reason uh, why they don't buy phones too, because people do want to take wild selfies. Of somebody jumping off of it or something. So it, uh, the 33-year-old, two weeks before we went, it jumped off. Uh, they, they ruled it a, a suicide. Um, I uh, I probably would have I probably could have tripped. I was moving so fast, and then that thing was so hot that I was holding my hand. Yeah, it was a miserable forty five seconds. After that, we got out of there. We went over to the side, took lots of pictures, got to view it uh, with you know with my hand, my feet on the ground, and uh, and we really enjoyed it. Uh, something I'd probably go back I don't again. Think you can say you really enjoyed it. But your family really enjoyed it. I enjoyed it once I got my feet on solid ground. I uh, did not enjoy the skywalk. I, 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 only one time have I done something similar to the skywalk is one of the cruise ships I was on. It had a spot that goes out over the, the sea that's glass like that. And when I stepped on it for the first time, we were still in the port. And I'm kind of like you, you know, I was, it was only what, 10 stories maybe. But when you look at that glass and all you see is concrete below you and you're thinking, I'm a fat guy. Is this glass really going to hold me? You know, yeah. I, I think I walked on the rails. You know, I had the little metal bars that went across. I stepped from bar to bar because I didn't trust the glass. I I, uh, I will never do the skywalk again. I will go back there, but I will never do. You the just skywalk. wait for everybody to get through. Would Absolutely, you? I'll hold everybody's items. You won't have to put them in That's the locker. Right. You'll save a hundred bucks too. 
but it, it we had it was beautiful. We on the way back we stopped at Hoover Dam. There was no skywalk there, so we were able to stand on the asphalt and, and see that. And, did you do the uh, eight while you were there? I did not. Did you do the damn tour? I did. No, we didn't do the damn tour. We did our own damn tour. <laughs> it's my favorite. One of my favorite parts of Vegas vacation. Where did I get some damn bait around here? But we we did we we enjoyed that day. Got back into Vegas that later that evening and. Uh, when saw Garth Brooks, that was really kind of what the trip was right. around. My very first concert at Hirsch Coliseum in 1988 or 89 was Garth Brooks. Really? I was 14 or 15. I bet it sounded a lot better in Vegas than it did in Hirsch Coliseum. It did. You know, we were at the uh, Caesars Palace Coliseum, about 3,000 people there, and uh, it was a wonderful show. The kids loved it. Uh, probably not as much as I loved it, but uh, Hunter can say his first concert that he ever went to was Garth Brooks, That's and that was mine, too. So. Pretty cool time. So we had a great, a great trip. Lots of walking. I walked 24 miles. Funny story about that. We, my wife's like, yeah, we walked 24 miles. I was like, well, I had to lose some weight because we only ate twice a day because it was $250 to eat every time you ate. And then, you know, the best meal we had was at Gordon Ramsay's. I had an eight ounce filet steak. It was phenomenal. Uh, but we really didn't eat a whole lot. So we walked a whole lot. So I'll get on the scales when I got back home and I'm like, I gained two pounds. I was pretty heated about that. Yeah. I uh, woke up today though, and and I was down five pounds. Well, I can't figure that out. I, I can't figure it out either. Uh, when I came back from vacation, I, I had gained weight. I think I somebody told me that it was probably body like water weight, and it was so hot there. All the water. I, I really don't know, but I felt better. I felt better when I when I weighed today than when I weighed yesterday because I was like, really. No, no need for me to go to the gym. I walked 24 miles right. in three days. Didn't lose any weight. I, I, I didn't lose any weight this week either. I actually got in down the scale this morning. I'm like, oh, how long did I gain weight? And I, I didn't feel like feel like I ate any differently than I have been eating. But I guess I, I grazed more. I don't know. I, but, yeah, I gained weight. Had my first $30 slice of pizza? For a slice? Did it have gold nuggets in it? No, uh, it was just like Sabrero that used to be in Pierre Brochemont. Really? They just put it in the oven, heated it up a little bit. But, wow. Uh, so the kids were eating. Turned into that they, were eating they were eating Chick-fil-A. I didn't want Chick-fil-A, so I ordered this pizza. But it really is. You know, I, I've been to Vegas a lot of times. And you used to, I remember in my 20s, you could go get a buffet for four ninety nine, right. steak and eggs for four ninety nine. Yeah. And now it's become so corporatized. You know, Caesars owns a lot of those properties and all these companies, and obviously they've got to figure out ways to make money, like the $50 resort fee on top of the hotel really? charge each night, there's a $50 resort fee. Uh, all that said, it was it was a great vacation. Both my kids had never been to Vegas. Um, Elvis actually was on the side of the road and talked to Hunter for a minute. Good so, deal. so y'all found him? We found Elvis. He was in a scooter. Like he, he well, wasn't walking. And you know, I'll just share briefly and see if everybody can read between the lines what Elvis was trying to tell Hunter. But you know, Hunter's got cast from his football injury. We walk by Elvis, and he says, "Hey, son, use your other hand sometimes." And then we're just walking along, like Hunter. Do you, you know what he was trying to say to you? And he didn't decide to explain it to him. I won't explain it to the audience. <laughs> yeah. But uh, he, Hunter just thought that was funny that this this person dressed up like Elvis just started talking to him as we were walking down the road. We had we had a good time. How um, was the um the cabana on Fourth of July? 
Cabana was good. We had a, uh, a a fun time there. So you know, I'm sure some of y'all saw the Facebook pictures. So I had ordered a, I ordered everybody Fourth of July yeah. swimsuits. Uh, for some reason, my swimsuit, my Second Amendment swimsuit, never showed up. Surprise! Uh, Hunter showed up, and and Sam showed up, and we didn't tell the kids about it. But <laughs> Sam uh, had my face on the front and on the back, and uh, we uh, got to the cabana, getting ready. Everybody's getting ready to go get in the pool. Sam takes her sh- sh- cover up off. And Olivia's like, oh, my gosh, that is so awesome. That is so-. And then Hunter, so they're laughing. And, of course, then the people all around us start getting in on the action. Oh, where did y'all get that? And Sam does not like attention from strangers. So she does not do strangers well. She and I are polar opposites. I'll talk to the guy sitting next to me on the plane, and we'll be friends by the time we get off the flight. It was about three or four different people started trying to talk to Sam. She goes, can I go take this off now and put a regular swimsuit on? I was like, you absolutely can, but... I'm, I'm going to give it up to Sam because she is a, a, a real trooper. Because uh, if you have not seen the picture, <laughs> she, she is a trooper. My, my wife would not afford that. I think. <laughs> and and as a matter of fact, I, I hope I don't embarrass it. Like, I sent you a text after I saw it. I said, could they have placed the beer in an even more awkward place? I think I got about 12 text messages about, did you put the beard there on purpose? I mean, it, when I opened up the picture, I was like, oh, my gosh. She was a good sport. She and, definitely a good sport. And we had a good time with it. Took some pictures. And then after the stranger started talking to her, she was she ready was like, to, I'm done. to be done with it. So we ordered burgers and chicken tenders for lunch. $250 later, we were all full and got in the pool. It was a great time, and like I said, you just uh, just like anywhere, it's just things are a lot more expensive. Right? It's first time, and when you go with one or two people, you, you don't really notice it. But when you go with four, when you're having to pay for the whole thing, yeah, you've you noticed that stuff a whole lot quicker. Uh, but overall, it was it was a great trip. We we had fun. Glad to be back home. Uh, the flights on the way back all were smooth. That's we had to no fly together, so. You know, one, the first time I ever went to Vegas, Denise and I went, and she was, I think, about eight months pregnant. She was pretty far along with our first child. And what I remember about Vegas, as soon as you step off that plane, there's a slot machine oh, yeah. right there. I, it, it, it shocked me that they had, you You came off the, the plane, and you hear ding, 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 and they had slot machines everywhere in the terminal. And I was like, you got to be kidding me. Yeah, it's 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 a it's a neat place, and it's I love people watching in Vegas. Oh, yeah. and the amount of international travel that is there. I mean, Hunter at one time was like, "Dad, is there anybody else here that speaks English?" Because yeah. everybody walking past you is speaking right. different language. Um, That's like when you go to New York. Same yes. Uh, matter of fact, Olivia said that this is a, kind of reminds me of New York because right. there were so many international travelers there. They uh, there's one other story I was going to tell. Now I'm drawing a blank on. Um, but yeah, I can people watch all day long. I, I, I get it. I, that, and that's one thing I enjoyed doing while I was sitting on the, cause like I said, I'm not really a beach guy. So they would go down the beach every day and I would sit on the, on the porch and people watch, yeah. you know, and I really enjoy that. Or I'd hang out at the pool and I, I had more fun doing at the pool. Matter of fact, than I did at the beach. I went down there once or twice for, for my wife, but I'm just not a beach guy. I don't like when the sand ends up and, 
all that kind of stuff. And, you know, so I, I hung out at the pool. I don't get sand in my, my bottom at the pool. You know, we went um, deep sea fishing one day. With all the guys went deep sea fishing. And that morning, we, we had to be there at 6 o'clock in the morning. And I got up, and I most people who know me, I know I'm a time guy. When I say we, we need to leave at a certain time, I want to leave at that certain time. I can't stand being late to anything. So I was like, hey, we, they want us there between 5.30 and 5.45 in the morning, so we need to leave here no later than 5.15. So I said, if y'all aren't here at 5.15, I'm leaving y'all. So, you know, we had all the, just the guys. And so we got up and I got dressed and my wife got up with me. I thought, well, that's kind of strange. She, she goes, oh, I want to see the sunrise. I thought, okay. Maybe so. so I'm sitting in there and I, she had bought me some swimsuit, swimsuit. So I put it on for her and she gave it. She goes, hey, I forgot to give this to you before we got here. I want you to wear it. And it was a blue with pink flamingos all over. So I'm like, okay. Well, I'm sitting downstairs and next thing you know, Revis comes downstairs and I look over there and I go, you got to be kidding me. Really, Revis? He goes, what? I said, you got the same shorts on that I have on. He goes, oh, I didn't realize that. So I was sitting there and next thing you know, next two or three people come down, they have the same shorts. I was like, what the? Why, why does everybody have the same shorts on? And of course, all the women are starting to show up, come downstairs. I'm thinking, why are all these ladies or girls up at 530? Because my daughters are not morning people. Right. So they were all up. Well, every one of the men who came down, or boys who came down, had the exact same shorts on. They bought us all the same shorts to wear on this fishing trip. To, so we looked like a bunch of goofballs on this fishing trip, all wearing the exact same shorts. Maybe they thought you were coupled up or something. I guess so. I mean, they might have. Me and my couple, my my partner and our four, eight boys. So, um, yeah, I think it was eight of them. Eight of us total. Yeah, eight of us total was on the boat. And we were the only ones that we had our own boat. It was nice. We out there red snapper fishing. I think we caught 13 keepers. And you know, they have to be a certain length before you can. One of my son-in-laws actually caught a shark. Wow. Yeah, it was, we were, he was reeling it in, and we were fixed to move to the next spot, and the guy's like, all right, everybody get your stuff in. So he's reeling in real quick, and he's like, I got one. He hooked the shark in his tail, and that's how he caught it, was in his tail. It was, it was probably two-foot-long shark or something like that, I, I thought. And that poor shark just swimming along next yeah. to the nose, something hooked him in his butt, and he's like, something bit me, and he's hanging out of the water now, but they let him go. And I, I don't know how many red snapper we caught, but like I said, we kept 13. And then after we were done, they cleaned the forest and we took them back to the, to the house. And the um, guys, they seared them up in the right then and there. And they had for lunch. And nice. what they had was fresh ice. You couldn't get much fresher than that yeah. fish right there. I mean, it was in the ocean this morning and in the belly this afternoon. So, but yeah, all. we enjoyed that. We I think it was a six hour tour. So we, I think we went about 20 miles out and fished and then came back. And Anybody get seasick? No, I was I was kind of surprised. I thought that because everybody was kind of worried about it. On the way out there, it was pretty rough. And um, it, it stormed on us once or twice on the way out there. And one time while we were actually out there. And it's, it's the roughest seas I've ever been on when I was deep sea fishing. But um, nobody got seasick. They took some drama before we started. And... Um, like I said, the, on the ride out there was pretty rough, and while we were fishing, it got rough. But after the storms passed, it kind of calmed down a little bit. But I was surprised nobody, a couple people felt nauseous, but nobody 
got sick, which, you know, every time I've ever been, somebody usually gets sick. And even the captain said, hey, don't be embarrassed if you throw up. Somebody's, you won't be the first, you yeah, won't be the last. Be the last. Yeah. So have you ever been to people? I have not. It's something you really need to, to do. It's, it's a fun little thing to do because it's, you're out there, you can't see land. Yeah, I would like to do that. It would be pretty, pretty neat. As long as I can't look down and see myself falling. No, if you do, you only fall about And I'm okay with falling in the water. Right. I don't I, want to fall, I don't I don't fall in the Grand Canyon. Well, that's true. You can really survive falling in the water. At least your chances yeah. to survive uh, it's, better. We uh, July 4th, we saw the fireworks. Right, We, we were right at Caesar's Palace. They, they shot them off there, as well as the Bellagio Fountains were going. Cool. So they got some pretty cool. So did they do it? Each casino have their own. They do it as a citywide. They don't. They they don't do citywide. Apparently, Caesars was the only place on the strip that was doing it, and then the Plaza in downtown off of Fremont Street, Fremont Street, was uh, doing it as well. And then I think there were some other places kind of off the strip where the people I, lived. I would think that Vegas probably does a pretty good fireworks show. It was a pretty good show. It really was. We there was time there. I mean, you couldn't walk anywhere around the streets of Bellagio, Caesar's Palace, right. across the street. It was just packed with people. We uh, we watched the fireworks from the beach, and we could. It was, I think, about two miles to where they were shooting off the fireworks, and we couldn't hear them, but you could see them. So it was still good. You know, I like to watch the fireworks, but also like to hear them. You couldn't hear them, but you could see them. And the beach was crowded with people watching the uh, fireworks from a distance. And matter of fact, one, one while we were there, there was a guy that came out. He has a YouTube channel. And I, I didn't ever get the name of it, but he was fishing for sharks every night. And uh, he caught a hammerhead one night, which was pretty neat. We caught, a, I think, a bull shark. What he said, it was a big bull shark that he pulled up one night. We Speaking of YouTube, um, did you get any new subscribers to watch, like, or listen to our show while you were on vacation? Not so I'm pretty sure I did. I, I heard you did. I heard you uh, made us famous. Yeah, I did. I uh, when I was checking into our hotel, I uh, talked to the lady about the uh, podcast. Told her she needed to check it out. So uh, hopefully she's watching this one. She might be. If, if she is, thank you for the help with the upgrade to the suite. Yeah, I, I saw the the upgrade you got there. You look like you were staying in the hangover suite. We uh we we I didn't put that on Facebook or anything, but we did. Uh, we did have a really nice place to stay. And the reason I had two rooms, and I think I told you the story, but I'll tell everybody else. I wanted to make sure that Olivia and Hunter had a room right next to us. When we got ready to check in, they're like, we can't even get you a room on the same floor right now. Like, yeah, that's not going to work. Slid the lady $40. I was like, you know, let's see what we can do, even if I need to pay to upgrade. You know, I appreciate your help. We had a rough day. Our flights got, you know, sent extra ways. And, uh, and then I, that's when we're just kind of sitting there some downtime. And I said, and if you'd like, you can check out our podcast, Two Guys, One Sidewalk. She just kind of looked at me. I don't know if she's going to watch it or not, but uh, I at least I did my part on vacation to try to get us some more subscribers. Well, actually, I didn't brag, but I, I read one of those planes that has a little thing that pulls the kites behind it, wherever you banners. And ran along and the said, beach. Yeah, Two Guys, One Sidewalk. So, oh, that's good stuff. I like that. But I, I'm impressed that you are able to slide the 40 over there and upgrade to, like I said, it looks well, like something Mike Tyson stayed in. It was a very, very, uh, you know, I've always just stayed in a simple room there. 
because you really don't spend that much time in the room. Right. But it, it, he walked in to double doors. Olivia and Hunter's room was the first door to the left, and he walked into the main living area, and it was a panoramic view of all the strip of Vegas. It was it was beautiful. Room, bedroom. There's a bathtub that my wife loved, where you could open it up, watch TV while you're in the bathtub. It was it was nice. Um, I wouldn't normally I, I wouldn't normally splurge or spend right. the money to upgrade to that, but it worked out. They gave me a pretty good deal and, and uh, worked out for a good. Yeah, trip. when you when you sent me the video, I was I was as a matter of fact, I might have sent it back to you. Why didn't I get the invite for this trip? Because that was impressive. Yeah, we had a good time. It was it was fun, and and hopefully that you know my goal for the trip was that. The kids make you know as many right. memories as possible. I, we none of us had ever been to the Grand Canyon, so that was cool because all four of us had had never been there. Right. And uh, hopefully they'll be able to to remember that for a long time. So we had a great time. Sorry we missed the uh, the show last week, but we we yeah. I think we, we were having we, some good times with we the were family. Being, we were being selfish and spending time with the family last week. No doubt. Time. But sorry about that. And I think. As far as real talk segment goes, I think we've got a lot coming up in the real news segment. But unless yeah, it's been, been anything, it's been, a, it's been a crazy couple of weeks since we've been gone. So real, real news has got a few things that are, you know, we've said before. There's some um, strange people running this country, running things, and we'll talk about a few of them here in the real news here in just a few minutes. Thank you all for joining us and listening to us talk about uh, where we were last week and, and spending time with the family. I think that's very, very important that uh, over these holidays and especially, you know, Olivia's 20. She's a junior and Hunter, I've got four years and he'll probably be out of the house. So this was this was a fun time for us. Hope you all enjoyed hearing some of our stories about it. Don't laugh at me too much about uh, holding onto the rail really tight as I was going through the sky walk of the Grand Canyon. But um that's all i've got man well i, I i'm not gonna laugh at you too much but i think <laughs> somehow i don't believe that we're gonna have to do a show from the, the skywalk i'm out <laughs> well, i'm out <laughs> i will retire you'll have to get someone else two guys in crying shame so yeah I, I would not be wanting to be videoed while i'm holding on to the 180 degree railing and like everybody else was touching it they're like i thought i was like, i don't care how hot it is like i'll I'll burn my palm. Of skin off your hand because you were. Hey, I wasn't falling. Free falling, like the music that was playing. That's correct. That's I, just dirty. I would like to shake that guy's hand who ever came up with that. They probably saw the fat <laughs> guy standing there and like, oh, yeah, we're playing this song for him. They saw the fear in your eyes. Your knees shaking. Yeah. I, almost, I, there was at one, one point where I thought about getting on my hands and knees and crawling back to the door. Like, that, that's really where I was at. That's what. Sure. <laughs> you know what? You would have been YouTube famous if you had done that. You're probably right. You know they, well, and you know they've got cameras on oh, there. Yeah, yeah they, they they would have sent that all over. Look at this guy crawling and have some three-year-old kid behind you skipping along and you're crying on your hands and knees. So. Good times. Memories. They'll be able to it's laugh all, and tell their kids it's right. about. It's all about memories for your kids. Yeah. So, well, look, thank y'all for joining us for the Real Talk segment of the show. Welcome to the Real News segment of Two Guys, One Sidewalk. Keith, we got a little real news to talk about. We have a little real news. The last couple of weeks have been kind of some um, interesting stories going on, I would, to say the least. And, I, you know, one of the things that 
has happened is surprise. Uh, Governor John Bell has vetoed a lot of the bills that the Republicans House and Senate put through. Yeah, that, that's going to be very interesting to watch. I've seen where a lot of uh, senators and state representatives have come out and said that they were in favor of a veto override session. Uh, so I haven't seen if they've got enough support for that yet, but there's a lot of people talking about it and they might just talk about it and it not happen. Uh, but it, I, I would like to see it actually happen. I would like to see it happen too. Cause you know, that, that's one of the things when we got the super majority is that, Hey, we can override any of these dumb decisions that Bell comes up with, you know, but the problem is, you know, as well as I do, we have a lot of rhinos in the Republican party in the state of Louisiana. And they like to talk, hey, we're going to do this, this, and this, especially around election time. But then when they really get down to it, they they don't want to put their name on something. So, you know, some of them probably didn't truly support those bills, but they knew that John Bell was going to veto them. So they say you face with their con- constituents, but they aren't up. They're not going to override I agree. And I, I'm not so sure I believe that they'll do a veto session. Uh, but it, it's going to be interesting to see where a lot of these people stand on it. I know Seaball has already came out and said he was in favor of it. I believe Dodie Horton said that as well. So it'll it'll be interesting to watch that and see if something happens with that. Uh, at the state level, we're keeping an eye on that. We'll probably have more news on that next week. At the local level, man, I'm chomping at the bit to start talking about some of these local elections. Yeah, and, and it's getting really close because – Qualifying's in less than a month, and so I would yeah. like I would like for us to wait until qualifying happens. But we are planning. I am planning, and and Keith together we're, we're going to break down a lot of these local elections uh, all the way up to the governor election. Well, and matter of fact, speaking of that, yes, Wednesday you can go out and hear a couple more. Of the yes, the uh, this Wednesday the South Bossier luncheon we will have uh, State Representative Dodie Horton and Chris Turner at the South Bossier Luncheon. So if you want to hear from uh, those two candidates, come to the luncheon. It's $5 to get in, $5 for the meal, uh, or $5 total. Right. And you get to hear from these candidates and see who it is that you would want to vote for in the upcoming uh, election there. So we will have also in August and September, we will also have some other candidates for some of these races at our at our luncheon. But I also, I, 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 and I'm sure some of our listeners are, are possibly waiting to hear our opinions on some of those races. Even if you're not on my opinion on them, you're probably going to get it. Uh, that's okay too. You don't have to agree with my opinion, but we're going to, we're going to discuss and talk about some of those uh, local races because I, I believe they're very important who we are putting in the seats uh, to represent us. So I'm chomping at the bit. I'd love to start talking about it tonight, but well, I believe we need to wait until qualify. We do need to wait until qualify, but I am talking about just a little bit you know, I've, I've been kind of letting people know how the process has been going with me running for uh, a local, local election for the first time. And something I kind of found out this week is I think I've been a little naive. I've taken people at face value and somebody tells me something, I I, I believe it, you know, because I've always been the type of person that you tell somebody that your word is your bond. But um, in politics that... Uh... Yeah, that doesn't I, I have learned that that is not necessarily the case. In people. You know, I, I'm not the type of person who um, lies about what I'm going to do, but I, I have learned this week that 
I have been naive and Mr. Sutton's no longer going to be naive about things. So I guess it's time to get busy. Get on. So, well, and you know, it, I mean, there's, there's going to be times where I tell stories about what happened in 2021 and, and, um, Still isn't the right time for that. It's probably going to be in episode 242 <laughs> when I really drop the hammer on some things. But and uh, that is going to be our most watched episode. It probably it when, probably when will you, be. When you drop the hammer on that episode, because I've heard some of the stories and they they are good. They're going to be well worth it's time, and they're going to enjoy them. And you know, you hit something a minute ago about people. You know, your word is your bond. Unfortunately, it it in politics, uh, that goes out the window. Right. You know, there's people that shook my hand, said, uh, you all got our support. And then, uh, when it came time for, uh, a second, uh, yeah. crickets. Well, uh, well, we kind of determined though that two weeks ago, the second, you didn't finish geography. Exactly. So, but no, seriously. Yeah. yeah. But it is, it, it, it's, it's, it's unfortunate and it's frustrating to be someone who is maybe, you know, uh, uh, you believe that you're a person of your word and when other people right. should be people of their words as well. And when, when they go against saying something that they're going to do, it, 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 it's frustrating. Uh, but it's, it's part of it. And it's just, uh, uh, you know, it just kind of lets you know where you need to go from there. Yeah. And, and like I said, one thing about me, my word is my bond, and I'm not going to sugarcoat it. So you, you ask me something, I'll tell you. And so that's just kind of how I feel about things. And I feel, you know, I've talked about it before, that, that that's the way politics should be. You know, it's the way life is. You know, we we depend on each other to to be honest with each other. And but you can't get anything done constantly have people lying, you know. And I'm not saying anybody specific, but I'm just saying in general, it happens in the political arena a lot. And, you know, my wife told me the other day, suck it up, Jelly Bean is part of politics. That's right. It is what it is. If you're going you're gonna to get in the deep waters, you'd be ready to swim and, right. and you'll do fine. And we'll do, we'll cover and, and, you know, because I'm not running for anything, uh, I'll be a little more blunt probably than, than my co-host, which, which is fine. Uh, as far as my opinions on some of the local races and uh, why I feel how I feel on some of those races. So that's really all we're going to talk about for local and state level. I know we've got quite a few things uh, on the national news level. So I'm going to turn it over to you for Yeah, as a matter of fact, we'll start off with the, the hot topic that I don't, that's probably not getting a lot of airtime that if it was any other president, it would be blowing up the news. But um, seems to be a little white substance was found in the White House. I guess the White House has a new meeting these days. That yeah, and it wasn't where like visitors get no, to go. No, no, no. It was where the uh, people who have little backstage access, let's say, was found. Well, and here's my the crazy thing about that: if it's a bag, it has to have fingerprints. They have to know whose it is, whose it was. You you know as well as I do. They know know whose it but is. But yet. We, the American people, we don't, we're not going to get to no, know that. No, we'll, we, here's what will happen. Some staffer will take the, the fall for this. It would be that some staffer brought it there, and he'll get fired, and he'll take one for the team. But if anybody has seen any videos, a certain president's son, when they're, I believe they're watching the fireworks, is 
um, let's just say he looks like he might be um, buzzing pretty good. I don't know. Sweating profusely, and his nose must have been running whenever he was standing up on the balcony because he was sweating and his nose was running really well. So, but yeah, it's amazing. The most secure building in the country. And here it is going on the week and we don't know who's, who's cocaine it is. I think everybody in America knows whose cocaine that was. And in, you know, but like you said, it'll never, it'll never come to light. No, it's been covered up. I've seen people make excuses for it already and everything else, you know, but you know, as well as I do, if you and I left cocaine in the White House, we'd be in jail. We would be under the jail, you know, and if in all honesty, if President Trump's kids would have had cocaine in the White House, they would be trying to impeach him, you know, for, for something like that. And we, we've talked about it before, the double standard and, here we are, like I said, it's not cocaine that was left in just the general public. It was left where you had to put your stuff, your private stuff, in the private quarters area. So it narrows it down pretty quickly where it could go. I think you're right. I think someone's going to, someone's staffer is going to take the hit on yeah, that. And, and we might hear about it. We might not hear about it. No. You know, some of the other things that came up this week, and I, I love every time I hear idiots talk like this, but old Ben and Jerry, the ice cream makers, they have come out and said that we, the United States, should give back all the land to the Native Americans because we stole it from them. So, um, first of all, my question is, which group of Native Americans can give the give the land back? Right. You know, first of all. Well, and they tweeted that, right? Didn't they? Yeah, they tweeted it. And, of course, Ben and Jerry's always been known to have a very liberal view. That's Correct. A stupid view, but That's why I've always been a bluebell guy. Right. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know if I, I'm probably very. But. I'm glad to hear that, by the way. That's not an order. Now that you haven't eaten very many Ben and Jerry's. No, I've eaten a lot of ice cream, but not Ben and Jerry's. So, but. That was not me, Mom. So, um, sorry. <laughs> um, but yeah, the, the, you know, Denise and I were talking about this earlier. You can't go back and change history, first of all. And if you're going to go back and give land back to people, where do you start? Go back to the beginning of the time and give it back to, because land over the history of the world has always been taken from the weaker people. That's the way the world works. It's the way it's always been. There's nothing we can do about it. Can't change what happened in the past. You can move on and you can learn from it, but it's always been since the beginning of time, people fight over land and they take other people's land. The yeah. strong keeps it and the weak don't. You know? Well, and in this particular case, I, I think Ben and Jerry was tweeting about Mount Rushmore or something. Yeah. And then it came back where uh, one of the chiefs of the tribe said, well, the land that y'all's building is on, are y'all going to give that back to us? Yeah. yeah. Well, you know as well as I do, when they say things like that, it doesn't apply to them. 
right. it applies to everybody else. Right. It's kind of like paying higher taxes. It applies to everyone else, but not to, not to me. I don't want to have to give up my money. You should give up your money, but I shouldn't have to give up my money. Kind of the same way with, yeah, I doubt very. Yeah, I don't think they'll, we'll see Ben and Jerry yeah, giving up their corporate I, office headquarters. I don't believe that. But you know what? If they do, so be it. But won't change my opinion on that either way. But, you know, another kind of a, on the international news, have you seen the thing about the Dutch farmers basically shutting down the government by parking their tractors and hay bales and all over? They they pretty much shut down everything. And and what was the government doing? Something about the emissions? Yeah, they were, once again, stupid people. Um, they were trying to cut the livestock of these farmers because I guess a cow's fart is putting off too much methane gas, which is affecting climate climate change. So they wanted to cut, I think it's like 11,200 farms would lose, would be out. And then like another 17,000 have to reduce their, their amount of livestock they have. Wow. To, for us to, I, I sit back, I can't, I, I just, I can't, I get a headache sometimes trying to think about the stupidity. You worry about a cow's fart destroying the atmosphere. The atmosphere. It is it, just, I, I don't even know how you can tell somebody that with a straight face. Uh, it, the stupidity of that is, first of all, do you not think dinosaurs farted since the beginning of time? <laughs> and, you know, I, I'm going to go out on a limb and say a dinosaur fart had more methane gas than a cow's fart. You know, it, 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 it's stupid. I, matter of fact, common sense is just... There, there we go. We go back to common sense. And, and I tr I've truly said before, I don't necessarily believe it's they really are concerned about the, the climate or anything like that. Because that, to me, it's about control. And if you can control the food supply, you can control the masses. And... You start getting away from meat and start living off this plant-based crap they want to throw at you. It starts to be about control. Who has control of people? Yeah, I almost food. ordered. I was at the airport and wanted a breakfast sandwich, sausage sandwich. And I walked up and I ordered a number four. And my wife goes, you're ordering the vegan version of that sandwich? I'm like, no. <laughs> Want some sausage? Want She's like, well, you better order the number two. I was like, oh yeah, can you give me the number two? You know, taking a bite out of that vegan thing and they're like, what the heck is this? No egg, no cheese, no meat. I mean, what do you make a biscuit out of that's vegan? I don't know. I'm glad. I, I'm glad my wife was looking out for me. Yeah, she definitely got for you on that one because that would have been something. But yeah, the Dutch. The farmers said enough, and they, they shut down things. And I'm glad to see they stood up and shut things down like that because that, to me, is just ridiculous. Yeah, and we in California, I think, matter of fact, is trying to push it real hard, too, if I can limit the number of cow farts that they can have. You know, can you imagine getting taxed for how many cow farts you have? Because, I mean, I got the cow fart tax this week and owe $20,000. So... I better not eat Ben and Jerry's ice cream. No, no, because yeah, that really give the cows the farts. <laughs> you know, I always Denise and I probably about to tell our our business here, but you know, we always made a joke about we want to invent this basically this charcoal 
uh, medallion that clips to the back of the cow's tail and it covers the, the hole. So when they fart, the charcoal absorbs the, the methane. And I figured I could probably sell millions of those to California to make them put them on the cow's tails to reduce the. Speaking of cows, so when we're on the way to the uh, Grand Canyon, it's nothing but desert area out there. Uh, we kept seeing signs in the middle of the road that said, watch out for cattle. Of course, in my head, I'm like, well, I don't see any grass around here for them to eat. I don't see any water. Um, but there were a ton of cows on the sides of these roads. Two of them, we saw two dead cows. But, uh, I mean, they're pretty much roaming free. Oh, I was to say, do, is that an area where they have no fencing? And they just, no fencing, they yeah. just free range? Yep. Yeah. That, yeah, and I'll go, well, like, you, what do they need? Yeah, I mean, because there was no grass. I guess they have, they have to make sure that the farmers bring them the hay. And the the other part, we're, you know, you're driving up and you're, you know, going to the Grand Canyon and a couple miles ahead, I see nothing but green. Everything else had been, you know, desert. Right. What is that? And, you know, we're all, I'm like, is it a marijuana farm? Are they, are they growing marijuana out here in the middle of nowhere? Right. Um, my wife's like, no, nah, it's it's not that. So we're all trying to. They're they're on their phone. We have no signal out of that right. area. But by the time we got up to it, it was a Christmas tree farm. Oh, wow. Thousands and thousands of Christmas trees in the middle of the desert. That's cool. It's pretty wild. Hmm. I wouldn't have thought you could grow Christmas trees yeah. in the desert. Right. I guess with enough water, you can grow something anywhere. Yeah. That's amazing. I but think I'll go get a Christmas tree there one year. That would be pretty neat. Let me get you one. Sure. Right. You going to tie it on the top of the station wagon yeah. and drive it back? Absolutely. Cool. Um, another thing that I read this week, did you see where the Army has missed their quota for new recruits by about 15,000? I did read about that, uh, and that was for 2022. Yes. And I believe the Marines and the Air Force, they met their goal, but barely. And from what I read, they're only this at this point ten or twenty percent of their goal for this year. Wow! It, and one of the things I read about that they said that like seventy-seven percent of the kids coming up don't qualify mm-hmm. for the military nowadays. That's kind of sad. Well, they and according to the article that I read about it, the Air Force and the Marines they had to lower their qualifications to be able to meet their numbers. Wow. Last year. And you know what happens when you start lowering the standards to get anybody in any kind of position that requires um, a standard, I guess that's the easiest thing to say on that. You don't produce better people. You produce a worse army, fire department, police department, whatever you are. When you lower your standards, your standard of um, care goes down. Quality. Yeah. Your quality is good work for Definitely goes down. And, you know, I, one of the things that the Army had always really got was like 80% of their um, recruits, had, their family had served. In the and now they're saying that number has dropped dramatically, which tells me that they're seeing the way their parents are being treated or something like that. And they're saying, I'm not living that lifestyle. That, you know, I don't like the way that the Army has, has treated my parents. And, so they don't. Well, that's going to be something to watch through 2023 to see if they can all reach their goal yeah. this year. Because from the numbers I saw, it's going to be tough. 
that, that that's a shame because you know that that that's something that a lot of people. It's always been a good fit for some people that had not when they got out of high school, joined the military. You know that was always a good place for kids to grow up and learn. And and, and now sometimes I don't know if they had an opportunity. Right. So, but looks like Mikey will see where that that goes. You know, and going a couple other things I saw talking about not so smart politicians. I, I read where the Biden administration is looking into dimming the sun to control climate change. <laughs> so, first of all, I don't even know how you dim the sun, but, you know, they're looking into it. And I know one of the ways they were talking about doing this, having an aerosol spray, which, correct me if I'm wrong, wasn't it one point aerosol spray bad for the environment? But they were wanting an aerosol spray that's going to spray particles of sulfuric dioxide into the atmosphere, which will reflect the sun out of the atmosphere, I guess, to cool the earth. Now, you know as well as I do, if you let the government be in charge of something like that, we will be into an ice age within minutes because somebody will figure something wrong. And well, they're already checking with the clouds. NASA's down there creating their own clouds. That is the other thing. They want infuse the clouds with some type of reflective stuff. I, I, I just don't know where we come up with this stuff. I really don't. Common sense. Once again, it's... I think we should just let God take care of the clouds and us... Uh, it is what it is. I, I've always said the climate change to me is someone thinking they're smarter than God. You don't think God gave us the technology that he's given us not knowing that this earth can sustain it. God's not out there going, oh my gosh, they've created too much CO2. I don't know what we're going to do. Hope those hope those humans figure out how to save the world because I don't know how to do it. No, God knows what he's doing. He wouldn't have given us this technology. You know, I don't, I, and I don't believe in destroying the earth. I think you should take care of the earth. But to think that we're have any way controlling what climate goes on in the grand scheme of things is ridiculous. Very ridiculous. It, it, it's a it's a money grab. It's a control grab. Grab, you know. I, I read something about there are each tree absorbs forty eight pounds of uh, carbon dioxide a year. There's three trillion trees, and that number I can't even figure out that number. But um, when you figure out into humans produce thirty four billion metric tons of CO2 a year. The trees that we have now, just trees, each of them doing 48 pounds, comes out to be 70 billion metric tons that it can take. So we're not even half of what the trees alone can take and turn from CO2 to oxygen. But we think that we're going to be able to change something by doing something stupid about dimming the sun. So it, once again, common sense. You know, there just ought to be a common sense party. And how much money are they spending? (laughs) There's no telling. There is, that's number, I I can't even probably come up with a number, but it's it's in the trillions, I'm sure. I'm sure there's trillions of dollars that are spent on some type of climate change every year. 
you know, speaking of your money, yeah, speaking of spending your money, you see where New York has shut down the COVID vaccine passport thing that they started up where you had to have a passport to do anything in New York. It cost the taxpayers $250 million to come up with this plan that they now have shut down. Yeah. wonder who got that $250 million. Biden's brother-in-law's cousin's problem. You know, and I was thinking about that today. You know that taxpayers' money, $250 million, you're basically stealing taxpayer money when you do a program like that where you do something and then shut it down or frivolous buy, buying of things. If people would think about it that way every time they hear about their tax dollars being spent, that those people are actually stealing money out of your pocket. You know, that that's what it is. It's your money and they're stealing. I wouldn't be happy. I wouldn't be happy about anybody stealing any of my money. So why can anybody be happy about people stealing their money? And that brings, I watched a UFC fighter was giving an interview. I don't even remember the guy's name, but he was talking about all the money we've sent to Ukraine. And he, he said, look, I'm on Ukraine side. He goes, with all the money, we've got enough stuff in the United States that we could be spending money on. Yeah, there's no doubt. There's people here that, you know, homeless people and, and, and the amount of money that, that is wasted and stolen from the United States citizens. Yeah, that that's the that's the key stolen from the United States citizens because you know as well as I do that that money is getting recycled back to someone's pocket. You know, and once again, I I say it, I say it again. Until you get tired of people doing you wrong, you're going to continue to allow that stuff to happen. But one of these days, you're going to get tired of having people steal your money. And you're going to put people in office who actually care. You know, but. We'll see. Yeah, I think all your news, national news, has been bringing me down. Man, well, well, actually, you brought up the UFC fight. I'll lift you up a little bit. You see, who was at the UFC two ninety? I think it was Saturday night. I did not um, come walking in with Dana White was President Trump himself. Very nice. He he was front row watching fights. I imagine his uh, ovation was probably. Impressive. Impressive at a, at a UFC fight. I imagine they were a couple of chants at USA were going on in that for sure. So, but yeah, he was at the he was at the fight Saturday night, and you know, I'm sorry I brought you down. That's all right. You got any good news to bring? Come off stuff? vacation, man. I'm feeling good, hey, refreshed. I yeah. had you a whole week of feeling good. Now it's time to bring you down. So, yeah, you know, I guess really the only other thing I really have is, you know, have y'all. There's a movie out right now called The Sounds of Fr- Sound of Freedom. That's yeah. the second time you've hit your microphone. Well, I've been on vacation. I'm out of, out of, out of touch with it. Yeah, you know, yeah, I'm not used to. Kind of got out of whack there. But, you know, The Sound of Freedom is a is a Christian-based film that is really came out on July the 4th. And I believe on July 4th it overtook Indiana Jones as the number one movie that day. And it's showing in about half the theaters is is that. So yeah, I've seen some things where uh, I don't know they've kind of been blocking them a little yeah. bit from certain theaters and advertising and that sort of stuff. I think we've I think we've got a trailer. We, we can do play have a trailer. Really, huh? We can play it, but you know. And speaking of it, you know, it's anytime that the the critics don't like a movie, I usually like it. And the critics, of course, are giving this one bad reviews and. 
any, all that kind of stuff. But so it means I'm probably like it. But yeah, we have a, a um, yeah. little trailer we'd like to show y'all and see maybe we can get some more people out there to watch this show. And while might take, pulling, yeah, I was going to say it might take me a second. While he's pulling that up, I'll, I'll sing a couple songs for you. No, just kidding. Um, but this movie is, I think, either Mel Gibson has part of it or it's about child trafficking, which is kind of a hot topic right now in the going on in the United States because you hear a lot of people, the kids that are coming over on the company, they say that's one of the things that they're, they're worried about is them being trafficked once they come over. So, yeah, I think this is a relevant movie right now in today's time. So we'll um, sit back and watch yep, the trailer. I'll get it ready. Let's check it out. How many pedophiles you got? 288. How many kids you found? These are the fastest growing international crime network that the world has ever seen. It has already passed the illegal arms trade, and soon it's going to pass the drug trade. Because you can sell a bag of cocaine one time, the child, five to ten times a day. God's children are not for sale. How long have you been doing this? All the years now. Can you pet a fuzzy cow? 288. You should see found you found. For Homeland Security, you know we can't go off rescuing Honduran kids in Colombia. She can shoot this up here. For good, for good. Imagine walking into a room right now and see me in a bad bed. You quit your job, and you go and rescue those kids. So this moment she could be a park on the road, or she could be a Moscow, Bangkok, L.A. She's a major operator. It's all the repertory. No one will change. Not the army, not the police, not us. What if this was your daughter? There's no way you can me. so we've got an estimated 10 million children are trafficked every year we can help them show show the the industry hey we want more movies like this and i noticed something just then when we were watching that it's made by the same people who made the chosen and that that explains why it's being um hidden pushed not it's not being good is because it's made by the christian-based group and and before we get anything on this, we have permission to show that trailer. So I don't, you know, I'm sure, I, I, I don't know if we get flagged on YouTube or not for showing that, but 
they they gave they give permission for people to show that trailer on their podcast. So I, I think that's something good. I, I think as a group, something we could go out and support and show that and get more people to see the movies. That that is a hot topic right now is human trafficking. It's something that's happening on a daily basis that we don't necessarily hear about all the time or well, it's happening right here in Shreveport yeah. Ultra. I mean it's happening everywhere across the country. And this movie is about a true story. Right. And you know, I've seen quite a bit on TikTok and social media from Mel Gibson, you know, talking about certain theaters aren't showing it. Right. Uh, I even saw something the other day, a lady that went to see it on July 4th. When they got there, they said that the air condition was out in that theater. Only that theater? Only that theater. And so her and the three people that went to the movie with her, now she said the, the air condition was working in the hallways it was working where you buy the popcorn they said that it wasn't working there so people weren't buying tickets to go see it right but you, you know how that works. so it and like i said it's shown in about half the theaters of the other um movies that are out there right now but it's making more per per or more per viewing than any of the other movies right now well, I haven't seen it yet, and I don't think y'all have had a chance because we were out of town. But I, I'm looking forward to go see it, go seeing it, and we thought we would share that with with y'all. And you know, it's it's something you know, like when I was out of town, you know, I was very cognizant of making sure that my children were walking, you know, in front of me. Because right. here we are, we we're in Las Vegas, where I'm sure it happens quite a bit, yeah. just like it happens in in Shreveport, Bossier, New Orleans, Baton Rouge. And, you know, it, it's it's something that we I think we all need to be more aware of. And I think this movie is trying to bring light to that. Yeah, that, that's one thing I saw with Mel Gibson said. He said you, the first way to step to kind of get in control of something like this is awareness. And, you know, I think that as a whole, we haven't been quite as aware of this as we probably should be. So hopefully this will bring awareness to it. Hopefully that's something that we that's a terrible thing. I, I, I couldn't even imagine you know, and it, it, it's sad and it, it's scary. You know, like you said, it's happening in every city, town in the United States, you know, and we think we're safe in the United States. Stuff like that doesn't happen, but it does happen. Well, and they, they even said it in the trailer. I mean, the, the money that these people, you know, these cartels right. sell cocaine one time. So, you know, they, they sell children. And they can sell them four or five times in one day. Yeah, when I heard that, I was like, wow. that it kind of a kick in the gut right there that, yeah, you can sell cocaine just once, but you can sell a human four or five, six, seven times. You know, it's wow. unbelievable. It's it's something that I think everyone that watches that movie uh, will probably leave there just yeah with wow all over their, their face. And, and it's got Jim Caviezel in it, which, you know, Jim Caviezel's a good actor. He's also the one that did... Um, played Jesus in the Passion of Christ, which was a very good movie, um, and he really dove into that that role. So I, I'm I'm a fan of Jim Caviezel. I like some of the things he's been in. So I'm I'm looking forward to seeing it. Maybe you know, if we see it this week, we can give our our thoughts on it next week when we do our show again. But you know, I guess we'll can I borrow some money to go see it? <laughs> sure, because right. we're I think you left all yours in Las Vegas. Hey, we'll go out to eat before we go, and it won't cost you two hundred fifty dollars. I like it. So we'll catch a little, grab a little Mexican food, and 
You know, I didn't see very many Mexican restaurants there. Really? Must be yeah. an impressive place not to have a Mexican restaurant. Even though I did not eat any Mexican at all while I was on vacation. And we were driving in, my wife uh, sent a text to the people who were in another car behind us. And she said, I'm going to go out on a limb and say the first place we go is to a Mexican restaurant. And we pull up into the parking lot because we did not even go home first. I pulled straight into a Mexican restaurant, got me something, had me some Mexican food. She sent a, a text laughing at me because she goes, I told you, we hadn't even been home yet. We we're already stopping. The day yeah, yeah me, I'm, I'm getting hungry just thinking about that. So, but um, I think that about covers real news. Yeah, our real news has been kind of depressing today, so we'll kind of end it with some, maybe some dad jokes to try to cheer everybody up. No doubt. We've got it coming right back here. Again, thanks for joining us for a real news segment of the show. We'll be back with the final segment of today's show with the real funny dad joke segment. That's right. Hopefully Keith brought, you know, I, I set a pretty good standard last you week in the, our last 1776 episode. That's right. You just set a good standard with the 4th of July episodes of dad jokes. I'm going to have to you know, dig deep and try to come up with something a little bit better. Thank you all for joining us for the real news segment of the show. Welcome to the Real Funny Dad Joke segment of Two Guys, One Sidewalk, sponsored by Burkhart Insurance Agency, C.B. Burkhart, Chase Burkhart. If you're looking for car insurance, home insurance, commercial insurance, any type of insurance, Burkhart Insurance, C.B. and Chase Burkhart are the guys to talk to. 318-746-6716, Burkhart Insurance Agency. Proud sponsors. Proud sponsors. Of the real funny dad joke segment of the show. That's right. I'm going to start off. I don't necessarily have dad jokes today. I found um, reviews from people's vacations that they have left after their they got back from their vacation. So you know how you can leave a review about the place that you stay and stuff like that. So I, I got some complaints that were made about their vacations that I'd like to read. All right, let's go. The first one I got is. They should not allow topless sunbathing on the beach. It was very distracting for my husband who just wanted to relax. <laughs> I can see where that was being distracted. Yeah, and that poor guy was probably miserable the whole time he was on vacation because of all those topless girls around him. Ruined his relaxation. Ruined his relaxation. <laughs> what you got? Well... I've got a couple questions for you. All right. What kind of tree fits in your hand? Oh, come on. I got this one already. You got this one? It's a palm tree. Uh, whoa. Sorry, I didn't read. Oh, hey. I like it. You did that to me one time. I did. I did. And I didn't even look at your joke this time. You might have. It's kind of it's kind of big writing <laughs> over here. I can't see that far. All right. Give me another All review. Right. Another review. On my holiday to Genoa in India, I was disgusted to find that almost every restaurant served curry. I don't like spicy food. Now, anybody who's ever eaten Indian food knows that every bit of their food is spicy. So if you book a trip to India. Yeah, you probably should be ready for some spicy food. I think you should be ready for some spicy Not for a bad review afterwards. No, 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 no. What do you call a cow in an earthquake? 
a milkshake. <laughs> yes. You know what? I would say let's go get a milkshake, but I know that my buddy over here is not a big fan of milkshakes, so we'll stay away from the milkshakes. Getting get one. That's a good idea. All right, here's a one on review from a couple that went to Spain. We went on holiday to Spain and had a problem with the taxi drivers as they were all Spanish. <laughs> Is it, was Karen? Did Karen send this in? These must be Karen must have been on vacation because she has not been happy yet. She has not. So. What are kidnappers' favorite shoes? Kidnappers' favorite shoes. I have no clue. White Vans. <laughs> That's a good one. I like that. White Vans. And that fit into our little, little bit of our last episode. Yes. That was awesome. I like that. All right. Well, we booked an excursion to a water park, but no one told us we had to bring our own swimsuits and towels. We had assumed they would be included in the price. <laughs> you can't make this stuff up. Wow. Uh, just, Common sense. Uh, we go back to that again. You got another one? Do you know what's faster, hot or cold? What's faster, hot or cold? Uh, hot is because you can catch a cold. <laughs> Very good. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I got today, uh, so I'm, I'm turning over to Go ahead. Uh, no one told us there would be fish in the water. My children were scared. <laughs> what you talking about, Willis? <laughs> Don't wait. These people. Oh, my gosh. I compared the size of our one-bedroom suite to our friend's three-bedroom, and ours was significantly smaller. <laughs> Next time they should get a three-bedroom. You would think. Maybe it'll be about the same size. No. Right, let's see if I got any more. All right, man. This will, I'll read two more, and I'll, I'll call, it a, call it a day. I was bitten by a mosquito. The brochure did not mention mosquitoes. So you need to make sure there are no mosquitoes when you go somewhere. Make sure the brochure tells you whether or not there's mosquitoes or not. So I, I would assume if anybody comes to Louisiana, they need to put on their brochure there are mosquitoes here. I went over to my buddy's house last night. He invited us over to hang out. And I got bit by a mosquito. He, he didn't mention them. He didn't mention them. He did you not know. mention them. You know what? You should write a review and say, I went to my buddy's house. He did not mention there would be mosquitoes there. JJ? So, JJ, make sure. Review. That, 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 that's really poor um, friendship if you don't tell your friends when they come over and hang outside that there will be mosquitoes there. So, concur with Karen. <laughs> All right, my last one. These people went on a fishing trip and they said, we had to line up outside to catch the boat and there was no air conditioning. No air conditioning. Nope. Yeah. No air conditioning outside. I've never been where there was air conditioning outside. No, no. But you know what? Maybe I catch the boat. Did she think the boat was going to come inside the building? I guess so. I really don't know. But 
There's some special people <laughs> that get on a keyboard and write reviews. You know what? Anybody on a keyboard, everybody's brave, but I, I, I hope they didn't sign their names to any of these reviews. But can you imagine being the boat owner getting that review? I'm sorry, I didn't provide air conditioning outside for you. You caught 485 fish going on your trip. Like, I thought that was good, but, but you didn't. Sorry, I couldn't provide air conditioning. So, yeah, next time we go on a fishing trip, we better make sure we have the air conditioned line outside before we go on one. So, well, that's all the reviews I have for you. I think we, we have chit chatted quite a bit today and we had some funny stuff, some sad stuff, some good stuff, some. Yeah, the show was stuff. show was a little bit longer, but we had to talk about uh, the real talk segment about our vacations and what happened. Real news, a lot of stuff happened over the last two weeks. Right. Uh, and but we appreciate y'all tuning in. Appreciate y'all being a part of the show, and we really appreciate Burkhart Insurance yes. for being the sponsor of the real funny dad joke segment of the show. Chase, I'm waiting for you to come back yes, and bring Chase, bring some jokes, some thunder with your dad jokes. So maybe we can uh, line you up to be here next week. Uh, if you are in the market for insurance, if your insurance is like mine and everyone else has been going up, you want to get a quote, give CB or Chase a call at 318-746-6716, Burkhart Insurance Agency. And till next week, see you on the sidewalk. See you next week on the sidewalk. Mm-hmm.